ho, 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 and welcome to the second Christmas episode that we're doing. And not, it's not 80s. We're still in the 90s for a another Christmas classic, or will it be? Who knows? But we are covering the wonderful, there you go, I've said it already, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, uh, 1992 film, starring, of course, Macaulay Culkin, but Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, Catherine O'Hara, everyone's back again. Here's the trailer. Of all the familiar sounds of Christmas, surely this one is the most beloved. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. My family's in Florida and I'm in New York. Funnily enough, we never lose our luggage. <laughs> Once again, the family that loves staying together. Can I help you? Reservation for McAllister? Couldn't be further apart. He's in New York. This is a vacation. Only two things could ruin this vacation. And they just hit town. Hiya, pal. Two idiots. Oops. You guys give up? Have you had enough pain? Never! What kind of idiots do you have working here? The finest in New York. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. You wearing aftershave? That's kerosene. Now why would anybody soak a rope in kerosene? Merry Christmas. Okay. What do we think of the trailer? That sells it. Yeah, I think, I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I'd, be, uh, I'd be heading to the cinema after seeing that. Yeah. Would you like more of the same, basically? <laughs> Would you like more of the same in a city? Yep. Yeah, that's sold. You don't need to sell that. That, that sells itself, I think. But anyway, um, for those watching on video, they already know what I'm about to say and, and introduce. But for those who are listening on audio, um, we have some special guests. Would you all like to introduce yourself? Starting with Dom and guest. Well, I'm joined by my little Santa's helper. Do you want to <laughs> say who you are and how old you are? I'm Rose and I'm 11 years old. Welcome, Rose. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Um, and downstairs to me is uh, my little elf. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, okay, why not? Um, <laughs> I'm Amy. I'm amazing. And I'm 12 years old. Yeah, word. Amazing Amy. <laughs> there you go. Well, the amazing Amy. Well, that's what we'll refer to you as. Um, uh, and Joe like you need an introduction but please do yeah i'm here i'm here all right okay, well with that uh with that nondescript with all that the christmas cheer is is billowing throughout this podcast so yes 
I'm sure we're going to be fine. So, scores on the doors then uh, for for this. I don't know. Shall I go? I don't know. No, I'll go last. I'll go last. Yeah, you should go last. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll go last. Um, let's do the order of introductions then. So, the, the Hardman household. And I, I need to call you the, the, the team. Team Hardman. Papa Dom. And <laughs> who are you? If we've got amazing Amy, who, who are you? Um, uh, Rock and Rose. Yeah? Yeah. Rock and Rose. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So look, look, I'll go first then, shall I? And then you say what you think, Rose. So, so I thought, yeah, pro- proper Christmas film this time, unlike uh, certain other debatable options that we've, uh, that we've watched recently. There's no debate, but yeah. <laughs> and I think if you loved um, Home Alone, you will like this it's an, an excellent sequel not you know not quite up there with the original but highly entertaining and the set piece action scene the siege at the house where they go through their roll call of um violent interventions against the uh, sticky bandits is uh, is a fantastic bit of film I, I thought so for me it's a solid eight out of ten wow nice good opener rocking rose <laughs> well i thought it was nearly as good as the first film um, okay. But it, well, it repeated not the stuff in the first film, but it had like lots of violence, well, funny ones though, like the first film. So I'm going to give it a nine. Wow, nine, nine out of ten for funny mm. violence. Excellent. Yeah. Good. yeah. Wow. What? Where next, Amy? Oh God. Amazing, Amy. Can I? Can I just say it, just without any context, just. Well, okay. well, usually context helps, but if you just want to give a score and move on, then... It's a 10. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay. Wow. Blimey. 10. Nothing. Nothing. Well, I, well I'm sure the, I'm sure we'll, even though it's, it seems like we all have a lot of love for it. I mean, Joe's coming next, so maybe that'll <laughs> stop it in its tracks. But there are things that are implausible, you know, just would never happen. And, you know, we'll take a gentle look at that. Um, it doesn't mean we don't love it any less. Joe, are you going to be the party pooper? Are you going to be the Grinch? Are you going to be I don't San- know. Santa Claus? I will say it's the best Home Alone sequel. Well, that's... Count for anything? Uh, no, we will go into the Home Alone sequels, by the way, because, uh, wow. No, but I will say it, it is a good sequel, like where some of them are just horrible... Um, I did like the first Home Alone, and, and like Dom, I agree. I, I think the first one is better. This is more of the same, and it's a little bit more of like, you know, like the old Warner Brothers cartoons, like where like Wiley e. Coyote yeah. and uh, the Roadrunner. You get a lot of that, like when they're in the the uh, is it the uncle's apartment or condo or whatever. Yeah. Um, yes, but it's fun though. It's it's definitely they up the violence, like Rose had said too. You know, so I will give it uh, a seven point five out of ten. Ooh. That's not that bad. It's not, it's not well. Okay, I can't yeah. give it. I'm sorry. I, that's just how I feel. You can't you can't lift it to an eight slightly. No, not that we're maybe, doing Okay, maybe by the end I will. If you guys can convince me. All right. Okay. Well, my Christmas jumper should be. Uh, for those on audio, that means absolutely nothing. Um, three, four, three of us have got the Christmas jumper on. But anyway, yes. Please tune into YouTube and find out. Anyway, what did I think of it? Well, it's a nine. It's a nine for me because it's as it's it's as good. It's 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 on a par 
the first one's a nine. This one's a nine. They're just there are there are. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit mean. Do you know what? It's Christmas. Go on, I'm going to give it a ten then. But I've got to give Home Alone a ten <laughs> because they're but they're they're, indis- they're pretty much indistinguishable. Which one do I slightly edge to slightly prefer I, I, this this one, the second one? Um, but that's not taking anything away from the first. It's just. It was a product of its time. It stood the test of time. Here we are talking about it now in glowing terms. And what? 30, 30, 30, 31 years? Well, nearly 31 years. 30 years later, we're still talking about it. So, yes, this isn't Cuddy's, Cousin Eddie's um, beach, beach Adventure National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, which, uh, Dom, I know you're... Uh, I think even you've forgotten <laughs> that, that, that exists. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm going to go with you, Amy. I'm going to give it an extra mark to offset Mr. Grinch yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. I'm only a <laughs> half a point away from Don, by the way. Yeah, well, that's a big half point. Uh, 7.5 is actually a good score in my book. All right, okay. Can I just say, mm. it's another movie. It, it's not necessarily Christmassy, but it's another movie that's a 10. Oh, we can we scattergunning. We're going all over the place. I know, <laughs> but... It's it's gotta be Mean Girls. Mean, uh, girls. mean girls. Mean yeah. Girls is the best movie. And technically it's Christmassy. It's like Christmassy, Halloween y, everything y. So it's basically not Christmassy or Halloween y because it, it is. goes all over the place. There is some Christmas uh, stuff in there. Yeah. The, the Christmas dance to Jingle Bell Rock. I learned it and it's amazing. Okay. Well, yeah. when we when we switch the podcast and we do the two thousands, then yes, you're quite welcome. By that time, you might be thirty or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll get there. We'll get there. You can quite happily lead the Mean Girls podcast there. I've said it. Okay. There you go. You can yeah, come back and sure. and look at this. Right. Well, some great scores. Um, I think we should go into roll call before we discuss the discuss the film. <laughs> so here we go. Here's roll call. Roll call. Oh, it, he speaks. <laughs> he's, he's sorry. Uh, no, no, no. That's fine. That's great. I'll, I'll try and mix it in so it'll be, uh, you know, you know, my uh, editing skills—they are not legendary at all. So let's start with uh, Macaulay Culkin. Can anyone give me? And this is for Rockin' Rose and Amazing Amy. Can you give me another Macaulay Culkin film? Oh, um, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm a kid. That's my job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she's. I think Rose. I think she's already taken the one that probably most people know, because um, some of the others are. He didn't. He didn't. He did stuff in a short amount of time, and that was enough for him to, you know, retire on. Um, from a Macaulay Culkin point of view, in order to do this film, which he got paid four and a half four and a half million pounds for um and i think he was 11 when he filmed it or was he and, it, and he got five percent of the gross as well i read did he oh yeah. really wow wow that guy and the gross was 358 million wow oh no wonder he just uh, idles his time away on podcasts now and uh and invites buzz and people like that from the from his past Talk about he, it. He, he did star in Richie Rich later on, didn't he? Perhaps he played it from his experience. <laughs> yeah. 
definitely. He did make a film in between uh, called, I um, don't oh, no, just, just after Home Alone 2, My Girl. I thought that was quite yeah. nice. I thought that was all right. I But, I mean, it's not, uh, I, I guess it's been out for a while. Spoiler, he dies in the most horrific way. Yes. So, I don't know. Well, there you are, Amy. Okay, we won't be watching that then. Yeah, don't watch that one. Um, equally, don't, uh, don't watch The Good Son either. I was going to say, yeah. Although, Elijah Wood's in that one. Um, uh, Macaulay Culkin. Uh, it's, it's a, basically, this kid, um, uh, I don't think if I remember right, he has to go and live with his uncle and he gets to know his cousin and his cousin's Macaulay Culkin and his cousin, the, the kid like does, does all these horrific things um, and he, he the part of doing his Home Alone 2 was give me the money and also he'll do it if you let him do the good son because uh, it was his dad that said that and said that's the deal um, otherwise you're um, I want him to to not just be typecast as Kevin McAllister um, and they tried it and it flopped very very badly um, and then he just disappeared he pops yeah, up no, there he, and again his father ruined his career yeah and he was very controlling he also I think that they they pushed to have that Nutcracker movie made with him in it which right. you might like Amy because I know you're in the ballet and all that uh, so he's in the Nutcracker um, he did a movie and he was into ballet too that's why he wanted to do it so he's practiced ballet for years um, but I don't know if that didn't make a big no. chunk at the box office either but again it was the father saying it's like well look we want to do this it's like my son has to be the star he has to be have uh, top billing and all that but I think you'd like it if you get a chance Magically, maybe your dad could find it somewhere for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, dad, it's down to you. Okay, yeah, I'm on the case. Okay, uh, but yeah, no, it's sad because like you, you would think that he had so much promise, and I would have loved to have seen a Home Alone three with him in it. Mm. And uh, even now, I'd like to see him revisit that character uh, as like as a father and have children of his own. It, it might not be good, but I still would like to see him, you know, as as Kevin. Uh, and I, I know, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry good. No, uh, you I go. Say, I definitely thought he had talent uh, as a child actor. Usually, mm. children being the weakest link in these films, but I thought his range and his physical comedy was was really good in this uh, in this movie. So yeah, it'd be interesting, as you say, to see how how he was these days and if he can play it play it like that again. Well, you're in luck, everyone. Um, it, it's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas wish come true. Um, there is still in development. Ryan Reynolds is going to make Stoned Alone with Macaulay Culkin as an older Kevin who now sells weed. Oh boy! Yeah, I, I don't know if everybody wants to see that one. Though. I don't think anybody wants to see. Have you seen? I mean, Macaulay Culkin hasn't exactly uh, aged well, should we say? I, I will say he seemed like he was spoiled, like from all the press that I read, you know, back in the day. Because who wouldn't be? Like, I mean, mm. this kid is making millions of dollars. Everybody wants him. Everybody's bending over backwards for him. But he's grounded now. Like when you see him, he seems like a really nice guy. Mm. I, it might have been a good move for him to walk away from Hollywood. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um. So. We'll have a think about this because we'll come up to it. If you could set a trap, this is for you, Amy and Rose. If you could set a trap, 
have a think about what trap you'd set. Okay, so we'll come back to that uh, at some point. So you can put your thinking caps on. I need a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to draw it. I'm going to do it on yours. Oh, what the my work stuff? Yeah, please don't show that to the camera. That's a that's a sackable offence. Um, uh, uh, the next character, Joe Pesci. Isn't Joe Pesci versatile? In you know, there's probably one for you, Dom, because I know we you know we we, uh, we ch- chatted about it. But he is. He's versatile. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Um... You know, it says from the Scorsese stable and he's been in some of the epic films from the 70s and 80s and more than holds his own there. For me, he's the star of Goodfellas over De Niro or any of the other actors. And then mm. to be able to kind of play mainstream blockbuster um, comedy to this degree, I think is, uh, yeah, you're right. He's very, very versatile. In fact, it's probably only De Niro who I know has sold out somewhat uh, these days and will featuring anything since he lost all his money to Bernie Madoff but uh, you know we've, we've analysed this and analysed that you know he, he's also got that yeah. capability too but yeah Joe Pesci yeah awesome actor I'd watch him in any type of role that's so weird I'm not sure I'm not sure I'd agree that Robert De Niro does comedy well he's, I think he's got less range you know he, he does play a version of himself and what you know Pesci's got that, that greater versatility but I think yeah. analyse this analyse that um yeah, good, good comic performances. Some, some of the other stuff, less, less. Oh, exactly. You've got my cousin Vinny, purely comedy. Leo Getz in Lethal Weapon, comedy in an action film, and then you've got the, the, the guy that does the most, you know, abhorrent things um, in the gang, in the gangster arena with Casino, Goodfellas, The Irishman. You know, uh, so yeah, I think that's. I, I, I wouldn't have De Niro as pure comedy. No, not, not pure comedy, of course. No. no, but my cousin Vinny's a good film. I understand what Dom is saying. He, De Niro did sell out because it's we would have loved to seen him do more dramas, more gangster movies. Mm. But yeah, he did meet the parents and meet the Fockers and yeah, uh, Bullwinkle, Rocky uh, Bullwinkle. We'll never forget that. You know, so yeah, it's sad to see him go that route. And uh, I guess Pesci went out on a high note, and then they brought him back for. The Irishman, mm. which he was pretty good in that too. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, he was also in Easy Money. Um, yeah, as, as pointed out, he was the bad guy in Moonwalker. I'm not sure he actually really was, should should have really done that in an otherwise probably unblemished record. Yes, the bad guy in Moonwalker, but still. Are we, are, we all, are we all saying career highlight is Goodfellas, or is anybody making case? I, I, for yeah, I don't think that can be. I don't think that can be bettered. That's just. It's, I mean, it's tough because again he's great in Casino and he's great he in Raging Bull too but yes. yeah I, yeah yeah I, I love all three of those movies and uh, but yeah probably Goodfellas is what he's mostly known for hmm okay uh, so moving on to Daniel Stern um, Diner uh, two films we've covered on uh, on the podcast Blue Thunder and Leviathan Leviathan was dreadful Blue Thunder is wonderful uh, where he plays Jaffa in that City Slickers one and two, um, but again he's probably always going to be known for Marvin Home Alone is, is always going to be his his big thing. I think he's great. I think he's genuinely and I think he genuinely comes across as a nice guy. Um, so yeah, Daniel Stern. Any any more else? He, anyone else? He was the voiceover of Kevin in the Wonder Years. 
Uh, I don't know if you got that ah, show over no. there. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, I didn't pick that one up. See, oh, thank you, Joe. You you you, you help filling in the gaps. Oh, but meanwhile, we have Catherine O'Hara. Now, I think she's great. Hmm. Obviously, in the first in the first film, the breakout was Beetlejuice. Yes, we've covered that as well. But then you've got Dick Tracy, Betsy's Wedding with Alan Alda and Molly Ringwald, Wyatt Earp, and then she gets in with the uh, uh, the the crowd from Spinal Tap. Now, one thing I didn't research is I'm I'm assuming she's married to one of them because she's in. Wait for Guffman, Best in Show, Mighty Wind, all all of the ones that they made afterwards. And so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's I possible. Yeah. It makes sense. I mostly, I know, mostly know her from Second City Television. Um, that oh, was my we, first... We didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my first experience. And she was really funny in that. Like, they were, they were all stars. I mean, you had John Candy, uh, Rick Moranis, Eugene Levy... Um, Dave Thomas. It was such a uh, Martin Short. It was such a great show. I know. I need to see if I can watch that. I need to watch that on YouTube if I can get it. But I think she's got great comic timing. Um, mm. I, I think she's. <laughs> I do like the bit on the plane, and we do like the. Oh, I think I'm forgetting something. You know, I'm th- there's an uncomfortable feeling here. Um, next one's John John Howard. So plays Kevin's dad. Not. You always think he's got one of those faces that he's been in loads of things. And he really hasn't. Uh, he was in Big with Tom Hanks. He was in five episodes of The Sopranos. Now, I can't remember either. And his last big film was Sharknado. Oh, dear. Not a good career. No, not really. Macaulay Culkin had a better career than his dad. <laughs> in some ways. Uh, Frank, Gary B- Gary Bam- Baman. Uh he was also in The Secret of My Success. He played pretty much the same character, the uh, sort of sycophantic um, uh, assistant to the boss. Uh, he was also in the uh, the Bodyguard. Uh, I think he's I think he's a good character. Do we like Do we like him? Do we Do we all think he's a bit? Who? So this Frank, is... get out of here, you little pervert! This is the uncle we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. the uncle. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't like him. You don't like him. Well, then, he, then, then he's doing, then he's doing fantastic acting because you're not supposed to like him. What do you I think, like Rose? Him. You like, like him. him? Yeah. When um, in the first scene, when they had the candles on um, Kevin's ears, and he was laughing his head off when he was. In his hand. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, that's a bit mean. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely an obnoxious character in this. But I think the casting of this film. They they perhaps purposefully do character actors around because they don't want to detract distract from the the main three who are Macaulay Culkin and the two sticky bandits um, yeah, yeah. and everybody else plays their roles very well I think but it's no massive surprise that none of them have really gone on to have stellar careers you know perhaps as you say the mother's gone on to have the most successful career out of out of all of them but uh, yeah the, the rest of them are, are decent character actors I would say yeah yeah definitely that's yeah that's, that's well summed up. Um, and with that, we have Kieran Culkin, obviously. Um, what's uh, uh, Fuller? Fuller and his uh, Pepsi Pepsi bed problem. But, but um, yeah, perhaps perhaps he's the uh, immediate contradiction to what I've just said because he's no, uh, he's eclipsed, a, his, eclipsed his brother um, with Succession. Succession, absolutely. Yeah, 
that's that's an idea fans that bit, bit old for you Rose, sadly but yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. you like what, it when you grow up what, what a series that is and he's one of the absolute highlights in it in my opinion um, one for you Amy um, do you you like Fuller Kieran, Kieran Culkin his brother because right. he was in Father of the Bride he's the kid in Father of the Bride he plays Matty yeah yeah and we do like Father of the Bride don't we I love Frank Frank everyone loves Frank <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, so yeah Father of the Bride 1 and 2 she's all that I remember him in that he was uh, he was pretty good uh, Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the world and Succession and then and you're going to go why have you left these two to last these are bigger stars than anybody we have uh, first Tim Curry. Where do we start with Tim Curry? Anyone? Bueller? So this Bang. is the, um, the, the, the concierge, you know, the main guy at the hotel. Oh, yeah. Do you, yeah. you recognise him from anything else? I recognise his face, but... Okay. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. I've got this list here, and I'm like going, nope, you wouldn't have watched that. You might have watched a couple of them on the list. It's not a test, but... If you can think of a, if you can think of any, um, I could probably tell you, um, Amy, you haven't watched anything with him in. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, oh, wait, I've watched Clue, and he was in that. Oh, brilliant! You've watched Clue. That, that's one of our all-time favourite family films. Clue. Oh, I didn't you know, know it's a family. Right, okay. I thought it was one of yours, but I didn't know it's family-wise. Oh, okay. It's, it's kind of ninety percent family-friendly, and um, you know, the some of the other jokes go uh, whoosh. So it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's acceptable viewing. But yeah, we're big fans of Clue. Aren't we? In fact, we haven't seen that for ages, have we? No. Oh, I need to watch it. It's been years and years and years since I've seen it. So yeah, I will. I would definitely make that priority. I think we've got quite a lot of the Christmas movies out out the way so far. So we're doing all right. Um, uh, Joe, Tim Curry. Well, I, his breakout role was Rocky Horror. Absolutely, Frank and Furter. Yeah, and um, yeah, that was again. It, it was a, a great performance by him, and uh, of course, it you know, scared the hell out of people as a psychotic clown or whatever you want to call Pennywise, it. Pennywise, the uh, dancing clown. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's sad. I, I think he could have done so much more. I think he would have been a brilliant Joker. Uh, I think he's done the voice for the Joker, but I, I'm not sure if it was ever published. But he, for like an animated series, and I don't think it went through. But he he does. I, I think he played. Didn't he play Captain Hook? Um, yes, yes, and, he did. Yeah, it, the Disney fans love him for that. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, no, he, he's a great actor, and I know he's not doing so well right now. Mm. Um, he hasn't. Uh, he has something where he's uh, not able to act anymore. He's uh, he's done a lot of voiceovers. If you look over the last sort of um, seven to eight years, it's mostly voiceovers now that he's doing. And I think he moved into that in probably about sort of dipped his toe in about twenty years ago. But now he, that's all he does. Um, oh, he's in Legend. I, yes. Well, you've, I've got the list. Yeah, Legend. I the two love films him in that I thought that you might have seen. Rose, because I definitely know that Amy hasn't. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island, where he plays Long John Silver. I don't know if you've watched Muppet Treasure there. Island. Hmm. I've, I've tried to get them into the Muppets. I was a huge fan when I was a kid, but they, they just they won't give what? in. It was not even Muppet Christmas Carol. No, no. Uh, I'm with Rose. Before slime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched Muppet Christmas Carol the other day, and you know, it, so many people I know love that movie. 
Yes. And I'm forcing myself to try to watch that movie. I know you guys, I know the family, uh, Charlie's family loves it and all that, yeah. but, and, and the, everyone at WDWNT loves it. And so I'm trying to be part of your group, but I can't. I just, oh. it's not my favorite Scrooge movie or Christmas Carol movie. Not even with the inclusion of the song, the 30th, the 30th anniversary, we have, it's suddenly complete. <laughs> it's okay, song but they, they could have left it cut out. It's, I think again, some fans are just uh, a little nutty when it comes to why was that taken out. It did sl- it slowed down the movie a little bit, I will say. Although I don't like Jeffrey Katzenberg, so I'm kind of glad that they rag on him for taking it out. Um, wow, but I know you I'm, guys love I'm that movie. I'm yeah, we, we, yeah, Amy, what do you give? Uh, let me guess, uh, Muppets Christmas Carol out oh, of ten. I'd give it a solid. 10. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. so you should have your own podcast called Solid Tens. Yeah, like, just just 10 movies. You're just doing 10 movies. It's like, no, yeah, there's a exactly. Lot yeah, hey, you know. The, the, the poster behind you, Dad. Oh, 10. That's a 10. It's, it's, easily, that's easily. 10. it's an 11. Well, back to the view. Well, the thing about it is, so if you go through it, okay, for those on audio, Right, just forgive us for the next 60 seconds. But if you want to see what we were doing, go in and tune into to YouTube. So I've got my Back to the Future poster. Admittedly, it's the one with Eric Stoltz that I can't show for legal reasons um, because he'll probably sue me or, I don't know, revert, start rocking as the bad memories come back. Um, that's a 10. Stripes, up here. That's a 10. Jaws, here. That's a 10. They, they don't make it on there. Oh, I've got Airwolf there. Okay, Airwolf the film. That's a six. But Airwolf was pretty good. So, yeah, we've got Jaws, we've got Ghostbusters, Gremlins. Gremlins, I'd give an eight. So there, you know. Yeah, solid ten. There you go. That's what you're going to do as you, as you podcast. You can, okay. use the, you can use this. Yeah, just then, say... Those are literally today. all my movies that have tens. Mean, right. Ga- mean Girls, Home Alone 2. If you want setting up, honestly, oh, if, this, if this is how we're going to discuss it live on a podcast, and you'd like to set up a podcast, <laughs> I'll help you. We'll call it Solid Ten. I, I, what I would do is, and Dom Dom takes a cut. Oh no, Joe takes a cut because he came up with maybe, the name. Maybe you can invite Rose. Rose, if you a couple of ten out of ten films in your in your book. Yeah, um, what would you? Yeah, what would you think? I know some TV programs. Not TV programs. <laughs> we're going to try and wean you off those. I don't know. Uh, oh, it's putting you, put you on the spot a bit. I'm trying to think. Tell you what, we'll we'll we'll, get, we'll come back to you. She's she's come up with her trap for the um, sticky bandits. Oh, put, excellent! There's even a picture, so uh, she's you know she needs oh, a couple of minutes to come up brilliant. with her creative juices flowing. So we'll come back to Rose for a solid solid ten. Okay, well we'll we'll do we'll just finish roll call. I'll just do a bit about the other movies, and then yes, I would love to see the traps. That's great. Um, so Tim Curry, uh, you also got Annie. Uh, he's he's pretty good in that. Uh, clue, which I had down there. He's the doctor in, and I always find a way to shoehorn it in. The hunt for Red October. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a blink and uh, you'll miss him. It's not at all. He's he's, he's integral to it. He's the one that's well, he question, even, he's questioning them. He's, uh, but he, he doesn't even look like himself. That's my issue, too. You know, uh, no, I didn't not. realize it was him. I knew he was in the movie, but I didn't realize it was him. Yeah, he's a doctor. Was... He's, he's okay. protesting. Captain. <laughs> Loaded Weapon One, yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of a lot of people were written that. Your favourite, Joe, Emilio Estevez, um, Muppet uh, Treasure Island, yeah, and lots of voiceovers. And then lastly, uh, the Pigeon Lady. 
who is actually in trivia, is called, I think she was called Annie. I think you find out in some way that she's called Annie. Anyone want a, anyone want a shot of Brenda Fricker? Oh, I know. Uh, my left foot. Okay. Yeah. She was quite big. She was a TV actress in the UK, isn't she? She's Irish. Yeah. Um, so yeah. she was in Casualty for years, wasn't she? That's right. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you could say it, Joe. So I it. so I married it an ex. Yes. <laughs> Did you happen to see the most beautiful? Shut it, me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's great. I I I genuinely like that film. I listened to a podcast, the one that we listened to, Dom. Um, that shut the movies um, and they covered Sarah Murder and Axe Murder and they didn't like it and I didn't forgive them for about three weeks after that hey, Joe, Joe needs to listen to the next one because they do um, oh gosh Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels I know you're a Vinnie Jones oh fan, wow so. okay oh yeah, yeah no, I, I, I like that movie too yeah yeah you need, you need to listen to the latest episode then because that's uh, we'll that's put it. it on the WhatsApp Joe you need to okay. you, need, you need to listen cool. to these they're, they're pretty good uh, Rob Schneider um, basically he's in anything with Adam Sandler makes pretty much. Uh, he was also in Judge Dredd. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, but you know, in King Tractory Blides. Uh, Ali Sheedy in A Blink and You'll Miss It. She's oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I went through trivia of my own and I saw that she was in it and I was like, she was, and I had to rewind it to see her. And, and uh, yeah, uh, Ali Sheedy, we, we discussed, please go and listen to all the John Hughes things that we covered in the uh, season season three um and of course donald trump celebrity celebrity president controversial but yes he's in it basically it's pre-orange days yeah yes yeah i i think we discussed this really like they uh in canada they cut out that that scene of him in the lobby mm. which is crazy because he does own that hotel so yeah his writing or his presence is throughout the whole movie um Absolutely. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that, Amy? Yeah, you um, told me. I was going to say that. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, did you know he owned... You said it for me. Did you know he owned the hotel? No. Yeah. Um, well, he bought we've, it we've stayed there. Um, you did? What? The, the Trump Hotel in New York, yeah. So oh, yeah. we were there for Rose's fifth birthday, and it was my 40th, um, so, so milestone year, and Rose happened to be five when we were over there. So we booked it like 18 months in advance when... Donald Trump was just best known as a TV personality, and maybe, maybe people in America were aware, aware he had political ambitions, but I wasn't. So you know, it's um, so we booked to stay at his hotel for a week, and uh, every day we went. By the time that we um, got there, we had to navigate our way through protesters uh, in and out of the, uh, of the hotel. <laughs> so that put a slight damper on things, but yeah, brilliant well, location and uh, great stay. You're there for a bit of history when the uh, you know. But anyway, there we go. Um, that's that's roll call. Unless anyone else has one of the. Bit, bit players or something or bit actors. Well, oh, before oh, go on. I've got one. Um, the the mum. We've done the mum. Have you? Oh, yeah. I think you were too busy designing your trap. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you were getting a banana. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like bananas. Okay, there's nothing on the top of that, is it? No, it's just a clean page. I just right. Know. Okay, that's fine. Okay, no, 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 no. We'll get to, we'll get to traps in a moment. Let's just. I just needed to do, just talk about the sequels. I'm not going to go into them, but here's what happens in the three sequels, four sequels, four sequels. 
to Home Alone, well, to, to Home Alone 2. Home Alone 3 doesn't deal with Kevin McAllister. It deals with a kid called Alex who gets chicken pox and then recovers. Um, four international criminals are still stealing cloaking technology that cloaks missiles. Um, it gets There's a mix-up at the airport and one of the bags goes in and they know it's the row of houses and they finally see that it's Alex's house and they try to get it back with hilarious consequences. There's no secret that the first Home Alone made $476 million. The second one made $358 million, which I thought it earned more. But the third one, $79 million. And that's probably because people just said, oh, it's another Home Alone film, and then went, oh, this is terrible. Home Alone 4 in 2002, Taking Back the House, it was called. Kevin's parents have now separated, and he lives with his mum. But one of the sticky bandits breaks out of prison. It's not even anybody that's in, in this film, so it's all completely different actors. So he has to spend Christmas with his dad and his rich girlfriend, Natalie, and then one sticky bandit. Wait, so the fourth one actually had Kevin in it, but it was a different actor playing But a different actor, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, absolutely. Home Alone, The Holiday Heist in 2012. Okay, this one, this, this description defies any logic whatsoever. It deals with the Baxter family. And if somebody could look up, is that the uncle? Um, because if it is... I'm on it. Okay. Are you? All right, okay. I guess. Sure. I'd just go to Home Alone too. Um, this is going to show a gap in my research, but... Oh. Yeah, maybe. Who's going to be first? Ooh, tension. What is it I called? I'm not even sure how these are part of the same franchise, really, apart from the fact that they've got the Home Alone yeah. in the title. Yeah. yeah. Was that was the house ever back? No. What What was it called? Home Alone, The Holiday Heist. Don't worry. I don't think anyone can find it. But anyway, it deals with the Baxter family, so I assume they're part of the, the, the main one. They, they move to a haunted house, right? And the kid designs traps to catch the ghosts. But unfortunately, four crim- four people are robbing the house and they fall into the traps that he laid for the ghost. I-, I couldn't want to watch that less if I tried. It just doesn't make any sense. And then, last year, we got Home Sweet Home Alone. Which is... Well, it deals with the married couple. It doesn't even deal with, like, the, the character. So, I mean, you and I talked about that, Joe. Um, yeah, they, doesn't it take just, place in England too? Does it? All right, yeah. I, 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 I so. didn't even I didn't even bother to do any more. Than well, I think that, they're all but... British. Uh, you know, I know the kid is that that cute chubby little kid. Oh, the annoying kid. Yeah, that he every time in... you're fl- flicking through Netflix, you can't can't you try to skip it before it starts playing. Ugh, awful. Anyway, yeah, there you go. In, he was in Jojo Rabbit. That kid, right. That doesn't excuse him for making Home Sweet Home alone. But anyway, right. So before we get into the before we get to the film, there's not a lot. The 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 the, the um, opinions, what you think about the film, we can just go everywhere because the plot is very easy um, to uh, to describe. So we're not going to go into it uh, in that much detail. Um, but do we have some do we have some traps? Now, who would like to go first? 
Do you like to go first, Amy, and then then you, Rose? No. Okay, really. Rose. Mine's really underwhelming. Okay, so. Well, do you want to hold up to the camera and like, try and let me see if we can get this right? Um, for the, for all, oh. everyone on YouTube. Do you want to right? Want to okay, through, so talk us through what you've got, Rose. Yeah. So Man, you... <laughs> it's a Christmas tree, but the pines are actually needles, and they shoot <laughs> and they shoot out. <laughs> oh, brilliant! And um, after them, the star shoots onto somebody, and uh, there's a picture of two people oh good lord <laughs> <laughs> like ninja stars yeah that is pretty good i like yeah. that oh yeah i like that is it motion is there a motion sensor so that when you get too near the tree it starts firing pine needles at you uh, yeah probably love that love that <laughs> excellent and i, I gotta see... say your penmanship is excellent blows my penmanship away <laughs> thank you Excellent. Right. Well, Amy, we've got a motion sensor uh, pine pine needle attacking Christmas trees. What have you got? Okay. Right. Ignore what's at the top. I've just wrote a list of my okay ten movies. Like rating. Oh, so you're already you're already doing research for the podcast that doesn't exist yet. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Um, it's it's quite hard to understand. Well, you're on green screen. Oh, screen, so we, oh no, no, hold it there. Right, okay. So I think it looks like a fan. No, no, no. Like it okay. starts up here. Oh, okay. So this is the door. Yeah. No. No, no. Yeah, just don't, don't stay there. Work. Just stay there. So like that. That's there's fine. a door. Yeah. And then when you open the door, you slip on the slime. Oh. Um. But there's a can of paint. At the top, so when you open the door, the can of paint falls on you. You slip on the slime, you go, I don't know, you go round, and then hang on, <laughs> and then you hit you hit a wall, right? Okay, and then somehow the wall starts vibrating, therefore, unleashes a thing of feathers. Is this, is this set in space or something? Or... Okay. So I'd say what you've done there. So what you've done is you've 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 copied together loads of different things to make one big set piece. I couldn't think of anything, so I just did a load of stuff from Home Alone. And it has to be it has to be Marv that goes through that. I think it has to be. He already went through the thing of paint before. Yeah. Right. Anyway, let's talk about the film. I thought those were brilliant. I think it's a dead heat. I thought both of them were perfect. Um. The, yeah, star, the star good. in the head, though, is a yeah. That's that might be a that might be a bit tricky to to get through a kids' film, but I still I love it. It's great. So the film itself, um, same film as before, except in New York. There we go. Thank <laughs> you, everyone. Cheers. Thanks. Good night. Um, no, it's it's. I don't understand. I mean, if if you these are little things, minor like minor annoyances. Two things. Why is there only one alarm clock in the house, considering what happened two years before? And we're assuming it's two years before. Or, or is it a year before? Because they go away every every year. I, I, it's It was filmed two years later, or, it, but it's actually supposed to be a year later, uh, from right. what I read. Why hasn't she got him on, like, you know, the sort of teenage equivalent of baby reigns? I mean, you, you don't... 
you know, first of all, you don't have one alarm clock in house because that's what happened last time. Second of all, you make sure that he's he's pretty much like giving him a piggyback so that you don't lose him. And yet, the same thing happens again. This is, this is the pre-smartphone era, though, isn't it? So, you know, nobody's got their phone by the bed. There's still such a thing as toy stores, you know, so it's a pre-Amazon era. So, you know, even though 92 wasn't that long ago, it just shows, you know, actually how much time has passed since then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in one of the scenes, Twin Towers is still there. So. Oh, yeah, on, on a more sombre note. Uh, yeah, that's, Absolutely, that's yeah. Well, that's a good point, because they actually took that out of... Um, the TV version after 2001 and it only recently got put back in in 2017 so it's now it was taken out as a mark of respect um, so they didn't show that bit yeah um, I, I used to I used to work in the World Trade Center uh, I was on the 97th floor and Tower 1 which had the antenna uh, and there's no way he could have gotten up there right you know, okay like they had an observation deck but it was behind glass uh, that was for like the helicopter landing pad over there. So I don't know how the hell he got up there. <laughs> well, he's quite a resourceful little guy. So, That's you know, true. You yeah. know, maybe uh, maybe he did a die hard. He stopped the lift and then pulled it over. Oh, Home Alone die hard. Like <laughs> mix up. Home Alone hard. Uh, that <laughs> might be that we might have trouble with the sensors on that one. But yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's let's work on the cycle. Oh, I, I had a question for you. If maybe you, this is in trivia, I, this is no. Actually, I guess it's not. But why does this have like a title in it, like Lost in New York? Because wasn't it? It's Home Alone, and then Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, and then, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and then it's Home Alone Three, right? And then it's yeah, then it's Home Alone Three, but there's no title. Home Alone Four, there. taking back the house. Oh, okay. Christ! Yeah, well, they they do. They just mix and match. So yeah, he's he's it happens again, and quite imp- not implausible enough for you to go yeah well that would never happen, but just enough for it to go yeah all right okay, as you said Dom it's pre technology and and you know I thought the airport chase scene was was quite well done really um yeah I mean mm. plaus- plausibility is not like the number one criteria but it was entertaining and fairly slickly filmed and edited I thought it was uh, it was good. Mm. Um, you know when he's chasing the wrong guy onto yeah, the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like that in the world. Do we think Kevin? This one for you, Amy. Do you think Kevin gets a gets a hard time from his family? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He doesn't seem to get on with he, the other siblings. Yeah, because when Buzz does the candle thing, mm. starts like drumming his head with candles. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Family, t- like, just see right through it. Whereas mm. Kevin, he's like, he doesn't. Yeah. And he, yeah, he does get a hard time with everything. Yeah. And what? And suddenly, where did Buzz get this? This? Oh, I'm the. I, I'm one he's of the people. Him. Why is Buzz the lawyer in this, making the case for the defense and the case for everything? I'm like, who put Buzz in charge? Basically, Buzz should have been. We saw what happened, Buzz. You're guilty, pretty much. You know, you're not coming on holiday. You're going to go and stay with, with Uncle. I don't know the Baxter family in the haunted house. But um, he apologized, though. Yeah, he, he was guilty, he, but he apologized. Yes, but however, where's Kevin is blameless in this, and he only pushed Buzz. So why did everyone else fall down? 
Because they're idiots. Because the people at the back, they fell forward. As you do, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah, I suppose, yeah, okay. That's so, well, yeah. All right. My issue is, I don't understand why these parents aren't in jail. Uh, first of all, like, <laughs> this is child endangerment two years in a row. Yeah. Uh, they would definitely, they would have, uh, what was it, child services come and check out that family. They have too many children as it is. I don't know, how many children do they have? Like uh, six. Twelve. Uh, is it six? It's about six. It seem like so many kids in that house and they can't keep track of, of their children. That's insane. And, and they're so rich too. You would think they would have like a, a nanny or a maid or something like that. Yeah. But I, that's what always pissed me off. Well, like what Amy said, you, the parents are hard on Kevin. After what happened to him in the first movie, they should be bending over backwards kissing his behind for the rest of his life yeah. what they did to him yeah and then they punish him again it's like well i don't know did he sleep in the attic this time or did he sleep in with uh the bedwetter I guess. he slept with fuller upstairs yeah yeah that's like how come fuller didn't wake up how'd come oh no sorry yeah he did i don't know i'm thinking of the first one um yeah they're, they're just yeah that you're right joe they they should be there should be some criminal action um, done for this, especially when they're, they're they're opposite the police and describing to the police about it. And they said, "Oh, you know, we we haven't lost any. What, what's? I mean, it was even in the trailer. We haven't lost anyone yet. Touch wood. Knock knock." And they're all laughing about it. Be like, "You you go to jail." That that was a good line, though. Funnily enough, we've never lost the luggage. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I thought that played to a comic timing you mentioned before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was going to say too. Uh, sorry, oh, no, no. Kevin was a was a bit of a jerk in the beginning. You know, like Why? he seemed like he was arrogant. Like when he had that little toy, and his mother was asking him, you know, did you pack? And he's like, yes, yes. You know, uh, he just seemed like he wasn't as sweet as he was uh, in the first movie. I I felt. Joe, he's eleven years old. I mean, as Dom's just said, cut him some slack. You know, if he's gonna. At least he's interacting with his parents. He's not just locked himself away, going, I'm never going away with you again. Well, okay. Yeah, well, I just poor. But you're right. I suppose he does come across a bit like that. Um, so anyway, gets to New York. Um, what about what about the hotel? What about the Tim Curry? I mean, he's very good in this. I, I, mm. The one, the one thing I did like about Tim Curry is the Grinch when he finds out that the, I know we're going all over the place, but we can do with this. When he turns into the Grinch, um, and you see his smile, and then he has the credit card's been uh, reported stolen. And I thought that's great. That's a really good line. Um, and when that that scene was shown, everybody said he should play a live action Grinch, right? And instead, they gave it to Jim Carrey. That was a Jim Carrey did a decent job, but I would love to see Tim Curry play the Grinch. He would have been a better one, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What? Um, what? It, I mean, it's nice. It, New York looks lovely in Christmas. I don't know what it looks like now. Um, I, I, I've seen some pictures online. It doesn't look as inviting as they say, but I'm sure they still have the, you know, the Christmas, yeah, the Christmas trees. Is, is it Macy's Joe? Is that where it is? I mean, Don Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller Center is it right? Did you see that when you were over there? Well, we, we went in October, didn't we? So we, didn't, we haven't seen it there. But uh, I've seen Christmas in Chicago is pr- pretty nice. That's um, 
yeah, I think American northern cities, at least, or northeastern cities, do do Christmas pretty well. It's very, you know, a bit like London, perhaps. You know, there's lots of lights. They've got the right weather for it. So, yeah, it's a good place to go and visit at Christmas, definitely. What's a Florida Christmas? Are you just like... Uh, it's, not, it's lights. <laughs> there's no snow. Okay. But uh, I do go to Disney sometimes during Christmas, and they produce artificial snow. And oh, uh, wow. It's actually... A lot better than it was in the past. It kind of feels like real snow. It's like cold. It sticks to you a little bit. Um, but again, you don't have to shuffle, which is pretty good. Right. Yeah, well, I, I went to a party last night and I was outside and it was lovely. It was just Christmas Eve. There was snow everywhere. It was it was it was very That's nice. nice. Yeah. Um another annoyance. Amy, the, the name of the toy shop. <laughs> Is, is That's what? not an annoyance. It's a. It's a thing now, is it? Right. Okay. So, what's the title of the toy shop? <laughs> toy Duncan's chest. <laughs> it is definitely every time you see that it flows. <laughs> toy Duncan's chest, and we go, oh look. Wait, wait. Is it called toy, or is it called Duncan's, Duncan's toy, toy chest? chest? But Duncan's is in the middle, and toys on one side, and chest is on the other, and you always read it and oh. go, it's Toy Duncan's chest. We, I didn't we love that. that. Not Duncan's toy chest. <laughs> <laughs> like who's toy Duncan? <laughs> but anyway, it's a, go on. Sorry. No, I was going to say that's supposed to be FAO Schwartz. Uh, oh, okay. It actually that exists in New York. It's like a big toy store. But right. I I read in trivia that I think a lot of it was filmed in Chicago. Um. I guess because that's what they like to do. John Hughes, anyway. Right. Well, it's, it it looked lovely. I mean, it, in the same way that the um, toy toy department in Elf did, but obviously they had professional help with uh, setting that one up. Um, so the Sticky Bandits meet Kevin, and then somehow plausibly broken out of prison. And they, I like the little dalliances. I love the bit with the. That, that seemingly the string of pearls or the you know fake pearls that he buys puts them on the ground and they they, they slip on them nobody else does around there but just mm. just then um but yeah do, do we, do, how does it hold up in the prism of uh 2021 uh sorry 2022 um where he pinches the uh the bottom of the uh of the girl in front and starts to blame the others it's it's funny but do we look at it now and think, oh, yeah, okay. What did you think, Rose, when that lady had her bottom pinched? It was funny, yeah. You, you thought it was good because she gave him a slap and then yeah. later on gave him a punch, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think she stood up for herself. I thought it was a bit of a feminist reaction. She didn't giggle or, uh, or anything, yeah. did she? she didn't, yeah, so what, what yeah, do you think, absolutely. Amy? Yeah. What do you think, Amy? Do you like, do you like the introduction of the Sticky Bandits? Uh, well, oh yeah, in the the back of the van. Back of the fish van, yeah. The fish, it, that's the smell of victory or something. I don't know. Freedom. Freedom, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the smell of fish. Yeah, it's hardly Braveheart, but yes, it's uh, it's fish. It's the fish market. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I actually I saw that scene. I I saw them filming that scene where that girl slaps a. Did she slap Marv? Oh, she sla- um, slaps Marv and she hits yeah. Harry. Yeah, she did. Um, well, 
at the start she slaps Rav and then um, the second time she slaps both of them. She was going to I think I saw them filming the one where she slaps Marv in the beginning because... Uh, you actually uh, saw it being filmed? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you kept that little nugget secret for what? Well, I was saving it for this podcast. Okay, well, there you are then. So there you go, Amy. Joe has seen Home Alone 2 being filmed. Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop <laughs> yeah. the mic. Yeah. Wow. I Solid left- 10. I feel left out now. So you got to, you go to Joe with that revelation. Dom and Rose, you've been to New York and you've seen all these wonderful places and everything. Well, and then us. And then us, yeah. yeah we'll, find, just, we'll find I got, something. I got my Santa hat on. Well, there you go. There's we got yeah, something going that's for a win. <laughs> Anyway, the um, what do we think of the pigeon lady? Honestly, I thought I thought this is where it dragged a little bit, perhaps. Mm, yeah. Kind of the sentimental bit. I know, I know they have to introduce her character because she plays an important role at the end. But, um, yeah, I could have done with less of her, to, to be honest. Is, is that a bit, a bit yeah. harsh for us? Well, it, when he sees her and stuff, it, it drags on a bit with the pigeons because he sees the pigeons first and then there's this whole scene about him realising that one of the stones was her hat and... It's just a bit. Yeah. Yeah, slow, yeah. 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 By that stage, you're looking for Herman Marv, I think, to come back into it and get on with the carnage, really. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Amy, what did you think of the pigeon lady? I don't really like her. Do you she, think it does? I mean, she's she's had a hard time, like, with finding no love and, like, having no food all the time and, like, having no water and, like, not having anywhere to live. She just pigeons how wait hang on if she doesn't have a job how does she get the money to buy the food for the pigeons great point she's on presumably the equivalent of welfare i would joe she lives does she live in the well it looks like she lives in central park but yeah i don't know how the hell she got into rockefeller not rockefeller center carnegie hall yeah you know she would have been arrested for sure but does she live there because she must sleep there well, somebody needs to check out that place now. Because, <laughs> yeah, her, her homelessness is treated pretty lightly. And then there's that bit where um, Macaulay Culkin goes through the, the really seedy part and there's um, ladies of the night and uh, men under the influence of uh, substances, which, yeah, it paints a much darker picture. So, yeah, a little bit of inconsistency there from the director, I thought. You know what's interesting, though, is it's sad, but that's what Central Park is really like. It's like you don't go into Central Park after night because uh, it's not a very nice place to be. If you're going to go into Central Park, you go during the day and maybe you will meet a nice, friendly pigeon lady. Um, but when that, that that guy went up to Kevin and started screaming at him and he got scared, I've seen that, you know, so it's I felt that was very real. Uh, I, I Personally, I just think Kevin had a bad experience with the guy with the shovel that wanted to be reunited with his son. Um, I thought he might have learned from that and just not taking people at face value and and be so scared of the pigeon lady until obviously they couldn't get away and find out that she's really friendly. She's got a backstory. She's got all of this to, to go with. Um, it's very important at the end. I know we're skipping slightly, but it's very important at the end that she throws the, the seed all over them and that and I know Amy's going to like this bit where the pigeon pecks his willy 
<laughs> yes, which we uh, which we all point out, and we always laugh at that bit. But yeah, she's she's important. Um, but yeah, uh, pigeon lady. Do you guys? I mean, I know. Uh, what do you have? Is it Trafalgar Square? Yeah, is that where they have a lot of pigeons? And because I know Mary Poppins, they had a pigeon lady that would feed pigeons. Um, do you guys like pigeons over there? They're essentially flying rats, aren't they? <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, vermin. I don't know. Um, perhaps that's a bit harsh. What do you think, Rose? Kind of pigeons. I like them, but everyone always chases them. Yeah, yeah like I'm, off, I'm often to be found just running, windmilling around car parks, <laughs> staying up in store with pigeons. <laughs> um, yeah, not a fan. Amy, you've always been a uh, chaser of pigeons since you were little. You've always shooed them away. You're pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. Except the Leamington ones are hardcore. They don't. They're, they're behind a fence. I know this. I know it sounds weird, but behind a fence, they, they can fly away. But there's just a gate, there's sort of like a gated fence between them. And you walk up to the fence, and they don't move. They're kind of like, we well, can't come any closer, so we're not <laughs> going to move. So yeah, we have hardcore pigeons over here. Um, so uh, let's get to the, um, the 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 setup at the end. Um, I know we're, we're moving uh, moving all around the place, but let's talk about the traps. What's everyone's favourite trap? Well, well, go on, yeah. I know what yours is. I'll go last. Oh, oh yeah, I like the one when um, Marv tries to turn the tap on and then he, it shows him and he's getting electrocuted. Yeah. And then it shows his skull. It shows a skull, yeah. That's, that's quality. We have that as a little running joke, don't we, at our house? Uh, of, yeah. Uh, Tend electrocutions, um, so uh, yeah, d- derived all from that. So yeah, that's that's your favourite, isn't it? I'll, I'll let Amy go next. What's your favourite trap? Well, just just give me a minute because I didn't actually watch it. Well, we have watched it, but we didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't skip through it, but you remember them. It's like ten o'clock. And I, was I like, think I can give you. I think I can guess which your favourite one is. Do you want me to have a guess? Sure. I didn't even know what mine the is. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's the only one I can think of, so yeah, I guess, sure. Yeah, but we do laugh very much at the where he's been electrocuted in the sink, so that's a, that's a great one, Rose. The paint as well. <laughs> the paint falling on that sink. Yeah. Brilliant. Dog? No, they're, they're all good, the, the bricks. No, it's, it's better than the first one. I mean, I did like the spider on the, in the first one when he puts the spider on his face, <laughs> and that scream that he lets out, it's just... Perfect. It's just great. But yeah, two two's got better stuff. Dom. I mean well, you laugh at all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime anyone gets injured, he laughs his head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that one. For me, this is the film, this uh this these series of um violent acts. I, I mean I, I like the bricks at the beginning, I think they're oh, quality God. And I'm not sure they fully reflect the damage a brick would do from that four or five yeah. stories up. But uh that's good. The nail gun, um yeah, nearly blinds him, doesn't it? Uh, but we all have a good <laughs> chuckle at, at that. But I'm quite partial to the one where they think they've got it covered, where the two paint cans swing and they're pretending that they've been hit by it. And then there's a third, which is a big, <laughs> hefty piece of piping that comes down and just uh, and just takes them out completely uh, onto the ground floor. That, that's probably my favourite that hasn't already been covered. Yeah, definitely. Dad, I've got yeah. my favourite one. What? It's the bricks. Yeah, the bricks. But there's uh, the rope with kerosene. Ah, right, okay, yes. 
Why does this rope smell of kerosene? Why would anyone put a rope in kerosene? Aha. Okay, Joe? Oh, yeah, also the bricks. Also the, the bricks. bricks. <laughs> no, I think I'm with Rose with uh, when he gets electrocuted and you see his skull like for <laughs> a, a brief moment. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Do you, do you want to try and recreate it, Rose, for the for the benefit of our viewers? No? <laughs> well, there you go. That, that was on the house. There you go. There, to put on the spot. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Well, I'm gonna have to go with the bricks. I mean, the brick scene is just funny. It's just, you know, it's well done. When that brick sound hits, that hurts, and it makes it even more funny. Despite the fact that I think, and I didn't, don't think I put it in trivia. There was so much trivia to go through that I've just really, really, really had to shorten it. Um, but one of the doctors went, at the minimum, he's got brain damage, but most likely he'd be just been dead after three bits. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's so funny. But then, you know, so we'd put, put your head in a, in a toilet full of kerosene. I mean, he's not coming out of that alive, really, is he? After first walking round with your head on fire, um, <laughs> rather than instinctively pulling your hat off, just walking around looking shocked, I thought that was uh, that was uh, always entertaining. Yeah, no, I loved in the first movie, like when he opens the door and they have like uh, the little flame canister, <laughs> and it lights his head on fire and he screams. Uh, that's pretty funny. That's your Wiley Coyote bit, isn't it? It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's my favorite part of like all of the Home Alones. Yeah. Just to see his face is pretty funny. <laughs> It's good. Yeah, I think um, I per- personally, this is one of like it's not like a best best thing or anything, but like I love how he like controls his handstand before putting his head into the toilet. Mm. <laughs> like he's he's just there, and then he like goes down. It's just so <laughs> perfect. Absolutely. Uh, that's my yeah. Bit. yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the nice reuniting at the end, which I thought was really, really well done. Um, despite the fact that, why would, so this uh, another little annoyance, why would the Duncan from Toy Duncan's chest, um, why would he, A, know where, they, where they're staying, and B, populate it with, presumably, I know the answer cost that. loads, because costs lots more than the money that he was, that he was losing. Or that he get, I, got got back. Well, he knew where they were because when Kevin threw the rock, he used the uh, uh, paper from the hotel. Oh, so right. Okay. It had the name of the hotel on there. Okay. So he must have just gone to the hotel and said, "There's a little boy here." He must have given them boy. like hundred grand's worth of presents. I mean, it's just they were literally everywhere in this suite, but. <laughs> Anyway. Maybe he stole them from another toy store. <laughs> That'd make a better movie. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, there we go. So this, we was going to have a little short one, obviously, because we've got so so many of us on here. But I think we'll just move to trivia time because I've got some belters. Should okay. we sh- should we move to trivia time? Yeah. You're going to love some of these. Okay, here's trivia time. Trivia time. So did you know... All the children that appeared in the Toy Story Toy Store scene were allowed to take their favourite toy home as part of the salary. I think that's great. There you yeah. go, kids. You can take home your favourite toy. Tell us how much it costs. We'll take it out the uh, <laughs> take it out of your salary. I wonder um, if they can one of the little houses. You know that they were hiding in. Oh, hmm. you'd you'd have that, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. 
Amy, you probably don't remember what was in the toy store, but um, imagine no, a toy store. And what would you have? What would you take? In I'd fact, take back to you. Rose. Oh, sorry. Yeah, back to you, Rose. Have a think about. You can not just the toy store in Home like Home Alone. Um, you can pick any any toy. What would you take from a toy store? So there you go. So question to you, Amy. Yeah. I'd take the whole Christmas tree. It, uh, right. Okay. I'd, I'd take the Christmas tree because that's one less thing that we have to buy for Christmas. Where are we going to put it? It's a big Christmas tree. And it's a pain in the ass flying that all the way back to your place. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's it's a Christmas tree, so... W- would it make it? Hello? Yeah, Just... customs might not allow it. <laughs> yeah, gets back and it's a box full of pine needles that haven't been fired like from the Christmas tree with a motion detector, Rose. But yeah, but there'd just be loads of pine needles everywhere. Um... Okay. So what would you pick, Rose? So you get these really cool... You know, uh... What do you call it? Uh... It's like a hoverboard, but it's... Ooh. No, it's got wheels, and then it has a handle sticking out from the front. I can draw a picture of Like a... Like yeah, I e- know what you're talking about. Like it's an it's e-scooter it's type it's thing. No, it's like... Police sometimes use them as well, I think. Okay. Is that, is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, Usually okay. a girl of more modest taste, certainly compared to her sister and her Christmas list. You're, you're pretty good, aren't you? But, but, oh, yeah, yeah, ask, uh, you just get the segue. You just asked, been asked for a segue for Christmas. I think that's, that, wheels, that's uh... a mobile rose. I'm not sure the world's ready for that yet. <laughs> Yeah, I would ask the toy store. I want a list of all the toys, and I want them sorted in the order of most expensive. The PS Five, if you can get one. The toy store goes up. I'm not a miracle worker. Um, can't get one of those. Um, so, even though it didn't work, it was created specifically for the movie as a prop. Macaulay Culkin was allowed to keep the talk boy. Now I'm sure if we went on his podcast, he's show he's shown that. Mm. He must have done. He must have gone, oh look look at this, look at this that I've had. So yeah. I would expect that. Do we want to know what the French uh man who was on the plane says to him? Yes. You do I want did to know some words. I did you? I'm so happy. Did there you speak like, French? I like uh, I like going to no, no, no! I'm, I'm a tourist. I'm not. I'm a tourist. Yeah, that's, what... that's pretty good, Amy. And you haven't seen it this year. Well, no. Well, I we saw, saw that bit. I yeah. Saw that bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's a tourist. What he actually says is, "What's that? I'm from France, and I'm a tourist here. So there you are, Amy. It's my first time coming to America. Do you know a good restaurant? Or maybe your parents? They know a good place. Why aren't you responding?" You speak a bit of French, right? I don't speak English at all. Give me a bit of help, at least. My name is Andre. Andre, what's your name? That's what he says. And that's kind of odd that even if you didn't speak French, that's kind of odd to say all that in English. Okay, stop. Let me answer your questions one by one. Don't don't just, like, pile them on. So there you go. If you were wondering what he said, that's what he said. It's probably good that they kept out the subtitles. Yes. Although I might go back and switch the subtitles on and then uh, see if that, if that matches up, which I'm sure it does. Um, so the Plaza Hotel used to offer the Home Alone experience around Christmas where guests could pay to stay in a room similar 
to the room in which Kevin stayed, uh, receive Home Alone gifts, including the movies, and take a limousine and see some of the filming locations, including the toy store. So obviously, um, FAO Schwartz. Um, but that stopped in 2008. Uh, so yeah, this, they, they didn't do it anymore. I shudder to think how much that cost. Mm. That, that tens, probably tens of thousands, I would say. Well, that irritated me that the father got so pissed off that what did Kevin spend $956 on uh, room service? Yeah. Look, you abandoned your child, you know, cut him some slack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. $967. Do you want to know what he spent it on? This is going to sound like okay. on the first day of Christmas, my true love said to me. So, two chocolate cakes. I'm not going to sing it all. Six chocolate mousses with chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream topped mm. with M&M's. Chocolate sprinkles, cherries, nuts, marshmallows, caramel syrup, chocolate syrup, strawberry syrup, whipped cream and bananas, six six custard flans, a pastry cart, eight strawberry tarts, and 36 chocolate-covered strawberries. And that, that came it? to... Nine hundred sixty-seven. Well, have you ever have you ever have you ever had a coke out of the mini bar in the fridge? No, about I don't. Four, like about four pounds. That also but, included gratuity too. Yes. So yeah, I'd, I'd, well, if you took the chewing gum, that's uh, that's a secret <laughs> to being thrifty. And there's plenty more where that came from. Absolutely. Um, so, do, did we recognise Duncan from Duncan's Toy Chest? From anywhere, I know we didn't cover him in trivia time. No, he just looks like an old man. Dom, I'm looking at you. No, I, uh, I, I regret to say I don't recognise him. He's, he's Roy Wally from Wally's World. All oh, right, yeah. In uh, yeah, yeah. National Lampoon's Vacation. Okay. Yeah, he plays an equally nice guy because he lets them all off. Um, oh, every time I think of that film, I just get John Candy in my head, and it's just, you know, it's just wonderful, amazing. Um. So, uh, the next one, I think I've already said that, about the Twin Towers. Um, so the, the talk boy, so the tape recorder, which didn't work, so it didn't exist, it was actually, um, because it became such a big hit, um, Tiger Electronics created and distributed a real version of the talk boy, along with its pink and purple counterpart, the talk girl. What's a talk boy in the first place? What is it? It's a what blue version. It? It's a blue version of a, a recorder, and the the girl is the pink version. So you can have a talk girl. In this day and age, you can have whichever whichever talk thing that you would like. Yeah, they, well, they used to have a Walkman, which was uh, that was the first cassette recorder, portable. So I guess that's why they called it a talk boy because it was for children, mostly for boys, I would say. And then you said they had a talk girl too. Talk girl, yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's what they were trying to rip off Sony, I would say. Right. Okay. Um. Anyway, anyone else got any trivia? I well, I just had a question. Did you hear about this whole fan theory that uh, Kevin is actually? And I know you girls haven't seen it. The the horror movies saw that uh, he's supposed to be the main character. And so I, I, I have not heard that. No. Go on, el- elaborate, Jay. You've got my curiosity. 
Well, yeah. actually, I was hoping that you guys did know. <laughs> oh, right, I don't know okay. too much about it, but yeah, that, that's the big fan theory going around. That what uh, that he's jigsaw. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, what? Oh my God. Just... Can what? I just say, I just had a look at the match. It's two-two. Oh right, Argentina okay. Argentina v France. No. It's gone into extra time. Oh, right, oh no way! Okay. Really? Okay. Oh cool. Well, we we had finished the podcast. Let's let's uh, at this point, Dom Dom's rubbing his fingers and going, "Yep, <laughs> because I think I need to I think I need to go." Um, can I just say it's an absolute pleasure um, having you on, Amy and Rose. Um, it was great. Thank you for joining us. Um, unfortunately, you can't join us for the next one because we'll be discussing space aliens um, in the film Aliens, uh, which uh, yes. Although I am going to watch that with her sister, um, who right. didn't enjoy Alien at all. She's only 14, nearly 15, so um, right. it was a bit too not scary enough, but I'm hoping to terrify with Aliens. Uh. <laughs> well, a- Alien and, well, as, as we'll discuss, they're two different, two different mm. films, um, both of them outstanding, both of them outstanding, and I'm really looking forward to doing that. So we'll do, we'll do all the WhatsApp magic, and we'll, we'll find a date time that we can do um, when we can record that podcast. That'd be great. Finish. Rose just wants to share her two of her ten out of ten films that she's. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I can only think of two. Okay. I've got Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Ooh. And then Minions, just all of the Minions. The first Minions film. All of them. All of them. I like Despicable Me and all that. Yeah. I like those too. Amy, do do any of those get onto your solid ten list? No. Oh. They're, they're probably like an eight. Would you put any of the Harry Potter films as a ten? Oh, what what Come are on. they? Pris- Go pris- through all pris- of them. Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, so you got Philosopher's Stone, or the Sorcerer's Stone, as it was called over in the states. Um, you've got the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. The Goblet. Of, the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, Goblet of Fire, put that as 10. Really? Order of yeah. Phoenix? No. Half-Blood Prince? Half-Blood Prince is amazing. No? Oh, I, I hate that. that scene where Dumbledore has got to drink this thing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty dark, yeah. Oh. Well, it needs to be done, though, Amy, otherwise you can't kill Voldemort. Can't kill Voldemort. I don't get it, though. Like, I don't... I don't get why he drinks it. Right. Because it didn't lead to anything. Yeah. No, it did. It had the thing in the bottom. Well, I thought that it, it, it basically, he drank all of it, but it, it he didn't need to. I, I, I need to watch yeah. it again. Okay. Probably need to read the book. Yeah, um, I did read the books. I, I, I did want to say to Rose, I'm glad you said that was your favorite Harry Potter movie, because that's my favorite Harry Potter movie. I love the first two. And then as they get older, I I don't enjoy it as much, but I like when they're kids and they're just yeah, having, they doing fun things. They mm. always shout at each other when they yeah. get we, we like the Harry Potter films when they're like a nice warm bath, aren't they? Nice comfort watching, you know, small bit of peril and it all gets wrapped up nicely at the end, not people getting traumatised and killed. I do like the four, um, the Goblet of Fire, though. Okay. Yeah. See? There you go. See? You've got somebody for your podcast you could do if you ever Solid 10 starring Amy Hunter. Um... I think all the Harry Potter films are, are, are pretty good. I think there's another couple of tens in there. Prisoner of Azkaban is my favourite one. By well, I'll just say really quick, one. mine. 
Pulp okay. Fiction, Godfather 1 and 2, okay. 2001 is Space Odyssey. Oof. Um, I can't think of probably any, uh, probably when I, but those are my favorites right then and there. Maybe The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Oh, we've got some yeah. classics, some classics in there, Joe. Amy, last, uh, last, uh, any mother solid tens, or are you going to keep them back yeah. for your. Okay, so Home Alone 2. Yeah. Mean Girls. Yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Of course. And Encanto. Ooh. Encanto oh, is amazing. It's the best animated movie. Uh, so you you stumbled well you stumbled across Over a family we got Baymax. we've got a family issue that we need to sort out. Um, <sighs> Big Hero Six is a ten. Inside Out is a ten. Okay, Encanto, yeah, Inside Out. Encanto's yeah. a four. You guys yeah, are all crazy. Why that's why all I'm going to say. Because uh, I was a big fan when it came out, um, but now it's I'd say it's more of a seven. Amy. The woman was too stunned to speak. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't stand Encanto. I'm sorry. You know. Uh, I love Coco. Coco is like my yeah. Coco is great. Anyway, um, everyone knows where to find us because we are here. We are. We now have a website. Have you checked out our website? By the way. No. No. I know you said there was an issue about it on mobile. I think that might have been fixed now. So, yeah, go check out the website. RustyJunkPodcast.com Oh, that's the first time I've said it. Wonderful. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really push Amy and Rose. Tell your dads to show you a Christmas story. Because Christmas is coming up. That's like a, a big movie over here. I'm just curious to see what you guys think about it. Okay. That's okay. We'll do that. High, highly rated over here. Okay. Right. Let's do it, Rose. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. So what do you say then, Rose, to everybody? <laughs> Bye. We should have a Merry Christmas, aren't we, as well, Rose? Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. We forgot Amy? to talk about that part, too. That that was fun. Amy, do you want to say goodbye? Cheerio. That's it. All right, okay. Cheerio. So, so you're definitely acting like mum. Brilliant. I like it. Joe, where can everyone find you? Oh, I do a podcast called WDWNT Nerd Alert, and Charlie is on uh, at, from time to time, and uh, we have fun with that, so you can check us out there. And it is great. It is great. It's better. It's it's not better when I'm on it. It's, it's genuinely yes, always it good. Is. Oh, it's always good. It's always good. It's very good. Anyway, right, I would bid you goodbye. Merry Christmas to everyone, and uh, have a ha- well, I was going to say have a happy new year, but we'll we'll be back soon. Um, so I'll see you then cheers everyone bye bye bye